0: I like the idea of rapture being snatched up i like stuff like that i like science fiction but <laughs> yeah so you know but i think the enemy is good at using science fiction movies and that sort of thing to kind of deflate the truth of what we might be experiencing one day yeah because um he's good at that he he works in there to make us look null and void or um you know um crazy or superstitious or as if we're like in a fairy land fairy tales and that sort of thing so we're going to look peculiar and people are going to look at us like we are insane and um that's the least of our problems though because even when we were out there sinning we were insane and right We were doing crazy stuff repetitively, on and on, going on and on with it. So um, if we could put up a, in and of ourselves, put up a a force field to, uh, you know, to hide the shame or endure the shame or the ridicule. Now we have God that's going to cover us, right? While we're out there spreading the gospel. So for some, this gospel is going to look like mythology and fairy tales and science fiction and all of that kind of sort of stuff. For some, because this is all they know. They've rejected the truth and suppressed the truth. And so they don't want to hear the truth. But when they, when they hear the truth, it sounds like everything they've fed on, Right? It's like it's it's not gonna make the sense it's gonna make to us because we're eating the truth and they're eating poison, yeah. so the truth is gonna be based on their own conscious awareness and what they're feeding on, okay? So um that that's how it works. I mean, if you eat so much of this and that, you're gonna be this and that. You, you know, so yeah, for real. Yeah, we are what we eat, right? Yeah. So um so anyway um. So, um, there's a lot of views on the tribulation, uh, post-trib, pre-trib, mid-trib. I'm a pre-trib tribber, So, you know, I believe it's yet to come. And um, I think pre-trib people have much stronger basis for their position. I really do. Because I'm telling you guys, I've been going through it, listening to all these different various arguments and stuff. And not that I'm the scholar that gets to um, weigh it out and then make a judgment. What I'm saying is that logically, and God is a God of logic, that this is, there's too much more evidence for pre-trib than post-trib, right? Yeah, so, um, and then I guess that uh, matters how we define tribulation because um, there's been tribulation for forever, but not the tribulation that Christ is saying, right, that we're going to right this is different the whole world has never known the issues that are coming down the pike right yeah. so um so look a lot of stuff the whole world doesn't know he breaks down to us yeah we get to um we get to hear god's voice in the matter which makes a lot of sense so um a rapture of course it's not a carnival ride we're not going on in not an amusement park where you get on the ride you like the ride you get back on it again and ride again okay so when we're snatched up it's a one-time affair right and there's a destination in mind right and so uh we're headed toward uh the millennial kingdom of christ and uh i don't know but from all i've been studying do you guys know i've been praying um sir is your name robert is it richardson okay yeah Mr. Richardson, I'm sorry I messed up your name earlier. And so, uh, anyway, but thank you, Mr. Richardson, for coming and bringing your bird voice wife. Yeah, thank you. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let me thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you guys. So, anyway, um, um, but back to the issue. Um, yeah, this is a one-time affair with a destination in mind, and then we're going to be in a place that we could never have dreamed of. We have insight because God is good for sharing with us what he wants us to know. But how can you fully give all the details It would exhaust our lives, right? Because we haven't known a kingdom that's free of sin. We've only known sin that inhabits this place with us. It's become commonplace. We're used to it. Wait, wait, look, we couldn't expect that something could go wrong with my brand new car. Every time you buy a brand new car, it's, look, even the depreciating value. They'll tell you that as soon as you drive it off the lot, what it's worth, right? Okay, so we're going to go to a place, and I don't have a new car, by the way. It's the old car, but um, I'm just saying, (laughs) just give us an example that um, everything is dying here. There's um, there's decay, right? Right. So it used to be before the fall that everything would... Last forever, Amen. but now I think it's thermodynamics, the law of entropy that means that everything is wearing out right. it's wearing out, right. so we 've only known death and dying in our lifetimes, not just the death of people but the death of our dreams. You want it to be a the president that right you know the death. <laughs> Our dreams, it really, it's a painful place. And then when you come to the understanding that there's a twofold process here, that the enemy wants to deceive you into leading you off into a dream God never intended in the first place, and that the the Lord wants to open up our understanding that he let us be led away so that we would see that he was really the direction we should be headed in, right? He works everything out for the good of them. That love him. So death to our dreams is life in Christ in a lot of cases. Unless our dream is Christ. Right? Right? Okay, so, so look. This rapture and where we're headed, our minds will be blown away. The Bible says we'll be falling down and throwing, throwing our crowns. And, oh, we'll be doing a lot of crazy stuff. Because the reality that this is never-ending It's going to be too much to take. That no more sin, no more death, no more dying, no more suffering, no more loss, no more aging, no more wrinkles. Right? No more hair loss. My hair is getting thinner. It really is. I don't care what you say. It's full of grease. It's getting thinner. Okay? No more. All right? This this is, look, the reality and then the continued reality. Is gonna blow us away. Bless the Lord. We don't want to miss any part of it. That's why we want the rapture. Some people are gonna make it through during the tribulation. I wouldn't suggest waiting. You know, I wouldn't. If you wanna, if you wanna exercise your muscle, you know, I wouldn't suggest it. Yeah. I would say go now. Get to getting. My grandfather used to say, get to getting. So, um, so <clears throat> again, um, I believe in the pre-tribulation for several reasons. Um, there's a belief that the tribulation will occur and then the rapture um, um, afterwards, that's post-trib or after the tribulation. And then there's there are those that rest in the middle, the mid-trib, which is not as... It's not getting much steam um, but um it's like the three and a half years of the rapture um you, you know first of all they're saying that halfway through the, the through the tribulation, then um people will accept the Lord just right but it kind of doesn't make sense right, and then the whole idea that the seven years is tribulation that needs some investigating. Because I think the first three and a half years are supposed to be peace. But what I've come away with is that it might be peace for people that are giving into the Antichrist system, but not peace for people that are holding, you know, resisting the mark. And, you know, I don't know that it will be peace for them, right? If, in fact, that they are coming to the conclusion. Now, what would bring a non-believer, or atheist, your family member, to the um, idea that maybe I should have accepted the Lord. It's because you're gone. You, you, oh, you, look, you're, where are you? Where is all, Where are all these people? <laughs> right. Maybe there was some truth in, in this. You know, so now, uh, and so as the lure is come, come further into hell, right? <laughs> you, you know, you might resist. And if you begin to resist, it might become very hard for you to survive The first three and a half years. While the others that have already helped the three and a half, the seven year period instituted in the first place, they'll be enjoying themselves only to realize that this was a joke for them too. Because the enemy doesn't care about the creation that God made. He hates all creation. Right? We were made in God's image. So he can't help but hate us. Okay? He can't, it's like by default, it's ingrained in him. There's no changing back. It's not like you can be redeemed. He can't be redeemed. There's no redemption for him. So he's doing what he does. And he will be doing what he does until he leaves here. I will be like the most high. It's still his motto. You know, I'll sit in the sides of the north, right? You know, uh, I'm going to be like the most high. God is still his MO. That wasn't just a scripture that we read and now it's changed. He's still thriving to get his position. And we're in the way. Because why is his focus on them? Well, He accuses us to him. He accuses us to God. He wants the focus, our, he does not want God focused on us. Look at me. <laughs> Remember me. It's sick, but that's what it is. And that's where our behavior came from. And Jesus even said it. He's the father of lies. That was our father. I hate to break your, bust your bubble, but your father was the devil. Right? It's one or the other. It's not, it's not like you get to choose him. When you're not in Christ, it is him. That's it. Right? Bless the Lord. So... <clears throat> I never watched the Left Behind series, never gave much thought to the rapture or the other eschatological uh, uh, prophecies, types and shadows, or any of that stuff. Um, Well, here as of late, types and shadows have been surfacing. I never paid much attention to self-proclaimed apostles and seers and stuff like that. I I mean, self-proclaimed. If you um, are a prophet and you've made a, a, a prophecy and then it came to, I'm more likely to believe you. <laughs> but you can't start giving false prophecies and then expect me to stick with you, you right? I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm sorry. When, when Look, you can send me a video of someone and every, everybody knows. When I get it, I'm researching the person. Controversy is a key word. What's the controversy? And who else? Who else is saying something about who, who? Who reputable has something to say about this person you're introducing me to, right? So we have to walk circumspectly, right? Not as fools, but as wise. We need to spend some time, right? Researching who we're listening to, and yeah, be be leery. It's it's not bad. It's not that you're not judging them. <laughs> you're judging yourself how easily we're led away, right? Okay. So yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Um, I do believe that I have been led to unravel some of these scriptures for me and uh, for my own sake. So, um, what is the tribulation? It's a state of great trouble or suffering. Biblical tribulation. The tribulation is a future seven-year period when God will finish his discipline of Israel and finalize his judgment of the unbelieving world. So Matthew 24, 21, it's my fault. I, I didn't send the scripture, so if, she, if she's up there, I'll read them. Uh, Matthew 24, 21. For then there will be great tribulations such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, and never will be. Uh, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 53. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. But we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed for this perishable perishable body must put on the imperishable and this mortal body must put on immortality. Daniel 12 1 says at that time shall arise Michael the great prince who has charge of your people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never been since there was a nation till that time. But at the time you people, your people shall be delivered. Everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. So um, I, I believe at that time your people shall be written. There's a scripture in Revelation. I forgot to record it, but you guys will know it. I know you lifers, you, you know, where, where um, God is saying that the people that are praising God in heaven, Jesus will deliver a ton of us, a boatload of us from the great tribulation. Okay, that 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 speaks in itself that we will escape the tribulation. Not that we don't have our tribulations now. Right. But but these tribulations, the crazy ones. Right. (laughs) Where it's legal to torture you, you know, and and, and then hang you out like Nero and make a candle out of you. That kind of insanity. You, You know, no buy or sell. But you're working hard, and your money only is the equivalent of an hour's pay. You know, this kind of nuts. You know, this kind of insanity. It's good to note that the day of the Lord is not a 24-hour period of time. Rather, it's an extended period of time that includes the seven-year tribulation, the return of Christ to put down all rebellion against him, the 1,000-year reign of Christ on earth, the final defeat of Satan, and even the great, right throne, great white throne judgment of the Father, God, which, which is all part of this. They're separate events, but all together. Um, speaking of fairy tales, <clears throat> now, were we speaking of fairy tales? I think I mentioned them. But uh, the enemy's job is to spin a tale. So I have a problem. I always pass out tracks and stuff, and I'm telling you, everybody looks at it. Here comes that Jehovah Witness. But you, you see, what, what the devil has done is sent these witnesses before me, <laughs> right? So here I come with my stuff that will ease the, the tension of me having to talk. Just read this. Well, what's that? You're a Jehovah witness? That starts the, that starts the conversation. Now, you think that's nice, but I got to spend time refuting their belief, right? And then sometimes I'm just like, if you see me passing out of track, you're going to think he's a Jehovah witness. Stay away from him because they set the stage to discredit us okay and so this is what the enemy has done from the beginning setting the stage to discredit us to make us look foolish in front of people for instance the devil makes superhero movies through his people superhero right flash and thor and superman and all the batman and all of that right and now they're just getting better and better. You got the fighting figures and, you know, hot wheels on wheels. And, you know, I can't think of their names, but where's, where's uh, they know, you know. So, but, um, but you, you know, so, and it's entertaining. But when the time comes that we're telling biblical accounts what's supposed to happen in the Bible, they're thinking they really believe. <laughs> they believe in Thor, you know. They believe in Batman and the Batmobile you get it so it's it's like a premise to make us look stupid and so we have a lot to overcome it's not that we can just get out there and spread the gospel we have to go against lying preachers that have cheated people that have had scandalous affairs right out the pulpit stealing money and running around telling everybody you're gonna be happy you're gonna be happy god wants you happy This is the joy that God wants for you. Uh, Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. All right. All right. Think about, look, not get ready for Christ, but get ready for something here that's going to fade away. Right? Nonsense. So then we have to come in back of all of that with a message, (laughs) a message of hope. This is why flesh and blood can't reveal to people What God is trying to convey to the people, only his spirit can do it. We're not not exempt from going through this fire, going through this ridicule and persecution. We have to. We're doing it for God. We're planting a seed, right? We're going to suffer some things trying to get the gospel out. While the teachers are in school telling them, you believe that, you know, your grade depends on this. You get it? Here we are at home telling them, honey, remember, God loves you. Mother, God, 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 Father, you, you get it? We're up. Look, we have a battle. It's big. It's, it's not just that I didn't want to go out and tell somebody about the Lord today. I need to get out and tell them against all odds. Right? They got all kinds of stuff coming from this secular world fueling their hearts. We come from monkeys. Right? We're closely related to the chimpanzee. See the structure? <laughs> Just this, this stuff. You should choose your gender. Barbara, choose your gender today. Okay? Don't wait. Go and change. <laughs> change your gender. And the way to choose your gender is to remove things. That'll make you who you want to be. The Bible says that in the end, which makes me want to talk about eschatology, is that men will be given over to strong delusion. He starts slow. He gets in there slow. It's not a child. That's not a child. That's not a human being. It's just a blob of flesh. We just pull it out and terminate it, and you can go on with your life and succeed in this world. Well, how have we left that? And now we're at 25 days later... The baby's even crying and kicking and laughing. You can terminate him. So then, when is he a child? We're given over to strong delusion. Don't be caught up. They tell you all oh, no one can change. You got to help support them through this madness. They're not going to use madness. Support them through their change, their transition. Love, love. Okay, this is love. Have a baby. Have a, look, I have a friend. I oh, don't know. I'll let if I he he didn't have a, a baby at the time. He just got married. David, if I have a baby and he wants to be a homosexual, I'm gonna support him. He has a baby now. His views have changed. <laughs> All right. He has a son. You know, you want your son to grow up and be a man. If you don't, you're given over to strong delusion. Right? I'm sorry. Everything is working against our effort, except the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is in there leading the way, taking us through, wanting us to follow, even when it looks crazy, follow me, follow me, bless the Lord. So we're going to have hard times presenting the gospel in a generation of those that have had their fill on Hollywood. Rescue scenes, propaganda editorials, lynching, lying, preachers, you know, racism, all kinds of sorts of stuff that's going on in the world. If God loves me, then how is this supposed to uh, represent God, all that I'm going through, right? Um, Look, we've all had a foretaste of all the horrendous stuff that's going on, okay? Um, and, um, and the days that are on the horizon should not be, um, we we shouldn't think that could never be. We don't want to ever doubt the word of God. We want to believe it shouldn't take much for a believer to believe things are getting worse. Okay. Things are getting worse. And if we're dealing with this today and we're just trying to brush it under the rug, let's, let's move on because you know. We're trying to brush it under the rug. Look, that rug is going to be so full, you <laughs> lumps everywhere. You will not be able to walk through your house. You, look, we can't keep brushing it under the rug. Why would I deserve, if in for any reason, to be raptured up if I'm not willing to, in this light affliction, light and momentary time of affliction, if I'm not willing to go out and spread the word, right? Bless the Lord. This is what we need to ask the Lord for. Lord, the the day of the Lord's coming, the rapture's coming, the beauty you want to bestow on me, you want to blow my mind with it. Help me help you. Help me. I can't do it. I get scared. I get worried. I get frightened. I get frustrated. Help me be a servant to the Most High. We can ask for his help. (laughs) Bless the Lord. If he hasn't helped us before, don't ask. Okay? You don't see his hand in your life? You're sitting here, should be six feet under? Right? Don't waste your time. This is why he wanted the stones set up. Remember, you preach about the stones. Set up the, that was you. Preach about the stones. I made a video. I'll send it to all of you. (laughs) The, The stones. In our hearts, God wants us to remember Remember what I've done for you. Look, you might have fear and panic going forward, but remember what I've done for you and trust my promises. We're going to have a, look, this isn't a reception, it's a wedding. If God throws a wedding, <laughs> just imagine that kind of celebration. I mean, really. And you are the bride. You know, the bride gets things. <laughs> Stuff that, look, in this wedding Stuff that never dies. Right? All right. So, um, 2 Peter 3, 1 and 18 says. Oh, read the entire passage when you get home. I'm going to read some of it because it's long. Okay. So, 2 Peter 3, 3 says through. 3, 3. 3. 2 Peter 3. I'm sorry. 2 Peter 3. 3 through 9 says. Knowing, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires, they will say, where is the promise of this coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. Right? So this is the kind of thing we got to deal with. Well, how come he hasn't come now? You know, there was just an earthquake over here. A thousand people were dead. You know, when is he coming? 2,000 now, huh? Yeah, thank you. Look, this is the question that comes through the heart of the non-believer. Regardless that Paul says they suppress the truth. So when the question comes out framed like that, they're really asking. They really want some verification. It's the honest truth. This is what... It might come out hard, oh, yeah, yeah, you said, right? But that very person is, this is the, look, they ask based on their heritage. Their father is evil. So they're going to ask it evil to make you look stupid. But there could be an underlying desire to get an answer. Have an answer. Have an answer for the faith. Study to show yourself approved. Don't sit here and say, oh, no, I'll give them what I can, but I can't answer all that. But, well, why not? Because I look at reruns all day. Okay? Look, we can get bored, grieved, sorrowful. All these things can happen to us that we just want to run and escape into what pleases us. None of us are exempt there either. Right? But, look, we can ask God. Release me from the stronghold of where I'm running to, okay? Each one of us has various strongholds that differ from each other and some are similar. But we'll run to that cake without knowing. It's the truth. Look, um, I, look I'm going to go sideways. No, we got kids. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, it's the truth that, look, what we think we can deal with and tolerate, Honestly, we we think this was bizarre. Okay, so follow me. This was bizarre. Something happened very bizarre, right? So then I decide, oh, wow, I'm not doing that, right? Then I go home. A week later, I never dealt with it. A week later, I'm back confronted with that same kind of bizarreness, but now I'm interested because I didn't take it to God. I didn't take the issue to the Lord. For some reason, we think we're capable. You know, that was bizarre. Why do you think you're capable of bizarre? <laughs> you're not, right? What's going to happen is bizarre is going to lay there dormant, waiting for a time to just become more bizarre till the point that you're just, oh, I love bizarre. I'm a bizarre, right? <laughs> I go to bizarre things. I'm part of all the bizarre, right? What we need to do really is we need to quit overestimating ourselves we think too highly of ourselves right so I had to go that way I think to come back this way we can be tricked if only momentarily many people have come out with claims that the the day of the Lord's coming rapture's coming then they they say it emphatically Pope Innocent the third don't listen to people that their names start with Pope and then end with Innocent you know, <laughs> something's wrong there. But um, <laughs> in, 80, 12, uh, in 1284 A.D., he made an end of the world prophecy. It didn't come to pass. Uh, Jonah Stolfler, a German mathematician, Johannes, I'm sorry, stolfler uh, predicted that a vast flood would wipe out the world in February 1524. It didn't happen. William Miller of the Millerites, you guys might have heard of him, because some of you were born in back in the eight, early 1800s, <laughs> what, predicted that between 1831 and 1844, the world would come to an end. He based his theory on the study of the of uh, the Bible, specifically in the prophecy of Daniel, but he was wrong. We're still here. Um, Camille Flameron said Halley's Comet was going to wipe us out in 1910. Charles Taze Russell, you guys know him, the founder of the Jehovah Witnesses. He's made several predictions that the world's going to end, 1914, 1915. And uh, Herbert Armstrong, I actually used to read those. I thought that if it's free, it must be true. Yeah, I'm not lying. So they would send out those free world tomorrows and stuff. Oh, this must be true because they're not. I had enough sense to know they're not begging for money. So they maybe they're true. Now, I was all high back then and stupid. But, I'm telling the truth, but but the magazines would come, and I was vouching for these people. But he was lying and cheating on his wife and sleeping with his daughter and all kind of crazy stuff. I read it, Ellen G. White, she made her um, uh, predictions. And then everybody knows uh, here today, except for the kids, the famous Harold Camping, that he just wouldn't stop. He just kept on. When his prediction didn't come to pass, that's because I didn't use the quite the correct algorithm thank you caller right if you have you questioned it well what about this algorithm thank you for calling he'd hang up on you on his radio show nobody could contest anything he had to say prediction after prediction kept falling failing you guys remember him the end of the world is coming Harold Camping says it family radio I used to like to listen later and listen for family radio. they play all the old hymns and stuff and all this stuff. And then his talk show would come on. So, 2 Peter 5, 3, 5 through 9 says, for they deliberately <laughs> overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. And that means of these that the world that then existed was deluged with water and perish. But by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. We're not the ungodly, okay. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved: that with the Lord, one day is as a, as a thousand years, and a thousand years uh, is as one day with the Lord. And so, um, people have drugged that script, scripture to make it mean almost anything you imaginable, okay. Um, When Adam sinned, God warned him. In the day you eat of it, you shall die. Right? In the day of. Not the day you eat it. But in the day of. Adam lived to be 930 years old. Okay? So he didn't die when he sinned. But in that thousand year period, he died. Right? Bless the Lord. Okay. So Peter's dropping a bomb here that might be overlooked right so it goes on to say the lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness but is patient towards you not wishing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance repentance is key people were very sorry that their predictions were off many of them were so sorry they gave new predictions I'm sorry it, it didn't rain, a uh, hell brimstone out of the sky. I'm really sorry about that. I was off. Let me try again. Tomorrow, tomorrow it'll, it'll you know, expect the cold to fall and hit you in the head. Tomorrow, right? This was their <sighs> consolation. Their, look, if I'm gonna rescue myself, let me do it by false, more false predictions, more fake prophecies, right? Harold Camping, on the other hand, the one was very notable in public all over the United States. I think he was an all-out international. He apologized this way. I was wrong. I should have never done it. No man knows the day or the hour. He really apologized for being a false prophet. Now, what has he done for us? It's hard to go out now and tell people the end of the world is near because of Harold and others. Right? <laughs> really? But God can still deliver. Look, He's seeking whom He wants. All right? It doesn't matter what anyone has done because it's just not by my convincing. It's about my going in faith and letting the Spirit do this work. Flesh and blood won't do the job alone. It's opening up the door, but it's the Spirit of God that's gonna leave, go to this person, affect this person, and cause the change. Right? Bless the Lord. So as long as I'm looking, I'm feeling stupid and looking crazy and stuff, that's good humility. Again, Satan hates humility. It deflates my ego, my thinking I'm smart or have something to say, and I go into a debate and battle with you and all of this kind of sort of stuff and sit up at the colleges. You know, oh, let's look at David in the debates, right? It deflates my ego because I can't make anyone in the college get saved. I can only tell them. The nonsense, okay? It's nonsense to them. I can go and tell them the nonsense and then let the Lord rescue me out of there, (laughs) right? If he so chooses to do so. But our job is to overcome our reputation and our ego. Lower that estimation of ourselves. We're nothing without him, right? Bless the Lord. We can do this. We can do this. We can repent. And we can move forward. Bless the Lord. Don't we all need to? Bless the Lord. Um, I don't know if you guys watch YouTube. Marcus, uh, Marcus Rogers. I watched him a few times. I used to like him. Next thing I know, he was predicting Trump would win. I dreamed. Then it was like, oh, the spirit came again and told me Trump will win. He's gonna win. Listen, I'm telling you right now, Trump's gonna win. A young black guy with a big following. So Trump loses. So all the comment section is just flooded with you're a false prophet. False prophet. False, 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 right? Right. So, so look, his response <laughs> now y'all hating because I made a mistake. I got several other prophecies I'm gonna share. They're right. Don't just dwell on the mistake. You get it? <laughs> we don't follow this nonsense. Once you false, you false. You <laughs> just shut up. Get out. You know, don't keep trying. We still flood in the comments even now, you know. All right. So the, the point is, is that we have to prepare for this rapture. We have to prepare. Yeah, right? Okay, there's, there's work to do. Yeah, we have to prepare. So it's not like just you're just going to go just because. Okay, okay. Uh, it's going to really separate, which is what Christ is going to do, the, the uh, sheep from the goats, right? A secreted deliverance out of this place. So we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So he leads us through the darkness of this place into the marvelous light. Think about the uh, ten brides, uh, virgins, brides, what would they be? The virgins, the ten virgins with the lamps, yeah. and then right, JJ, the ten virgins. Okay, all right. <laughs> so uh, now I have to ask him because he's scholarly. So, uh, so, but think about it, right? Five of them didn't care about keeping their lamps full full of oil. I'm telling you right now, saints, stay filled with the oil. The oil is representing the Holy Spirit, right? This oil is gonna lead us through the darkness right? Lead us through this craziness, okay? Right, look, you can't come and deplete me of my oil at the time that I'm waiting for the king to come and take me away. I love you, but I'm sorry. There's nothing that's going to make me miss this opportunity. Listen, I've done all I can to keep oil. I've been out there going into the trenches, right? The crazy thing you have too, I hope. The crazy people, <laughs> I'm sure you have, the crazy people are going the, they're going to attack you and talk about you and regard you. Then you got to go home. Your neighbors have seen you out there. So they looking at you funny. Then you go to the job and they heard about you. You, you, you get it? They, they, yeah. He's one of the uh, stupid, he's stupid. He believed that stupid stuff. All right. All right. But listen, we suffer much. That doesn't give us salvation. We suffer because we're grateful for the opportunity to be saved, right? Amen. But we're going to suffer some things, but nothing in comparison to this tribulation that's coming up. We don't want this. I got a friend that I'm telling him, man, you need to get ready. And he's telling me, oh, I don't want to hear that, David. I don't want to die. Well, who, look, let, let me ask you, how happy are you? Were your brother and sister dead? Okay, Are you happy? <laughs> You know, your mother, where's your mother? She's sick and near death. You get it? So what, now what are you hoping for that you stay here and not put your focus where you can live forever and hopefully see some of these dead people? You know, what's, what's preventing you from seeing this? Are you that much in darkness that you can't see this light? I'm, I'm, look, is it me? Am I saying something wrong or am I hoping too much? My job is not only to minister to the person, even beyond the knowledge of the person and your knowledge and only God's knowledge who knows what we do in secret. I'm laboring in prayer for this person. I'm not eating today for this person. Okay? We have a job to do. You weren't effective that day. You go home. It's not most people say, oh, no, all we can do is pray. Doesn't that sound kind of crazy? That should be the first thing we're doing. All we can do is pray. It's like the last resort. We tried everything else. You should pray first. Then you get out there on the battlefield. And then when you see the failures or the lack of successes, you retreat into the camp and you pray. This is what's going to make the difference anyway. Some of the seed we're sowing is going to be on shallow ground. Pray that it takes up root. Pray. You don't believe in prayer? You don't really think that it's going to happen the way you're thinking because you prayed for things and they didn't come to pass? You're here today because somebody prayed for you. I'm serious. God uses us interrelationally to carry the load together. Grandma, great grandpa, somebody was praying for you. Prayer works. Real, true prayer to God works. Bless God. I think the clock stopped. That's why I'm going so fast. I mean, so long. The clock is The clock stopped. So, so no, no I got to stop now because. Uh, you know, I keep looking at it, it's at the same place 310, right? Yeah, yeah so um, so uh, like a thief in the night, we, we can trust we're what's getting ripped off we are, we're being with no, something's not being taken from us, we're being taken from others yeah. right? So we're going to be snatched away, right? So look, another argument about um, pre- what, post-moon? We're pre-trib. Post-trib, yeah. Is that um, it, it doesn't make sense that if the Holy Spirit, the res, re, restrainer, is pulled away, that we would still be left here? Consider that. The restrainer is going to be pulled away, but this is the same restrainer that lives in us. So if God pulls the restrainer away without us, what happens to us? We don't have the Spirit, right? It doesn't make sense. We're leaving. Look, get it in your head and your heart. (laughs) Get it in your heart. (laughs) Synonymous with your mind, right? Get it in there. We're leaving. This is not a vacation. We're moving, right? (laughs) We're getting out of here. So so now, what do you think about your plans now for your new kitchen remodel? You know? I mean, those are important things until you come to the realization you're moving. And the the idea is you want to leave things for others. I don't know that they'll be able to accept the things because when you're gone, even your insurance policy may not pay out. They need a body. You only clothes, some shoes and some whatever you had on. They need a body. And don't think they're not going to exploit and capitalize on that. I Am not going to pay out to somebody that might be a Christian or might be wondering about you that left. That's a Christian. No. Oh, so what are your beliefs? Oh, I'm a Christian now. I'm, I'm going to accept the Lord. I know they're going, uh-huh. And you want it what payout? Look, we're in an eminent domain like in Maui. We're going to take your property. We're going to see some tribulation like we've never seen before. Don't be foolish. You're moving. Use all you have to further this gospel where you're going to garner rewards in heaven where it will never wear out, right? No rust. No, really, nothing. Uh, The worm quenches, what is it? No rust, no no moth, moth won't eat. It won't rust. No, No corruption. You're going to a place where, listen, look, if you bank on this place, And you hold on. I know Rick James said, no, I got a few more things to do. Then I'm going to accept the Lord. And he died. So hold on to this stuff if you want to. Hold on to your plans. Right? Or start living like you're leaving. Right? Not going on a trip. But leaving. Ask the Lord. Open up the door. So that I can see more of your marvelous life. I can be attracted to it. The craving can change from stupidity to the real deal, where I can live with the Lord forever in a kingdom. Think about the saints. I, you know, I, didn't, I always never do it all. But think about it. We're, we're, look, your, your brother, the firstborn, is the king of everything. It's your brother. It's like if you said, my brother is the president. So you're running around knowing your brother's the president. You're going to get perks. That's my brother. All right? (laughs) Our brother, our firstborn, is the king of everything. We were designed for him. For a person. The person is Christ. We were created for him. And he's longing for us more than we're longing for him. So much so that he came and died a bloody, brutal death. But his love for us promoted and propelled him back to life that's some love okay this kind of love he comes back to life for us and we're contemplating and willy-nilly willy could come tomorrow but you know what i need a new dress you know i'm gonna get these things first but my mind is there you know but i need some things right let's draw some conclusions if Look, if it was left up to me, you're probably thinking we won't have nothing. Give, David wants you to give away everything. Give away everything you can to further the gospel. Because you won't be able to give it away later. It won't even have the value according to the currency that they're trying to establish right now. Right? Look, you run and hide and the hills fall on me, you won't even be able to fly. Don't take Spirit Airlines. You won't even be able to fly anywhere to get out of town right? Okay, so think about it. Don't be left behind, okay? Okay. We're leaving. So let's pray. Let's pray.